What is the liquidation preference on the term sheet? Uh, we've gone through the liquidation preference for both the term sheet um, as well as we've talked about it briefly during the purchase agreement discussion, but it's the second most important deal term behind valuation. It is phenomenally important, and I'll tell you, I'll read you a little bit of what a preference might say and explain why it's important, both as a startup to know what it means, an entrepreneur, as well as an investor. And by the way, the word itself has sort of been cheapened uh, by you know many many retail stores who say we're we're liquidating our inventory. Um, a liquidation preference, counterintuitively, is is more often than not a good thing because that means it's the act of turning your equity into cash. I.e., it's what happens when your startup goes through an M&A deal, a merger and acquisition. It's bought or it's you know it's bought by a larger company, or if it IPOs, liquidation preference indicates a good thing. So it connotates a it, it, it denotes rather a solid, an excellent event for you, the startup usually, as well as the investor, if done correctly. A liquidation preference is defined as who gets what, how much, when there's a sale, merger or even a dissolution or winding down of a company. It's essentially the, how the pie is split and what people get when the company changes hands or there's a big event uh, that arises uh, from, from a merger acquisition or a sale. From Feld Thoughts and Brad Feld has done wonderful, uh, wonderful con and thought, uh, content and thought leadership in venture capital. He says that it's, quote, a certain multiple of the original investment per share is returned or it's when a certain multiple of the original share investment for, per share is returned to the investor before the common stock receives any consideration. For many years, a 1x liquidation preference was the standard. Starting in 2001, investors often increase this multiple, sometimes as high as by 10x. Now that this is mostly back to 1x today as it should be. That was 10x, that was the around the time of the startup boom and bust during the NASDAQ era, the high run that the NASDAQ had. Uh, that's when startups were raising money for any idea. Um, that, was, that preference was phenomenally high, way too exorbitant for anybody to consider. It was a bad deal for all parties. Well, well, bad deal for the startup who essentially would receive nothing when the company was sold. And it's a great deal if you got 10x what your original investment per share is in that company. So it's a great deal for investor. But I would not want you, not that I don't want you to make 10, 100,000 x on your investment, but a startup, you never want to be out to screw a startup or to screw the founders. You want to both do well uh, in the event that the company uh, you know, goes public or is sold. Looking at the, the liquidation preference, there's this concept called participation. Okay, so what this participation means is after the payment of the liquidation preference to the holders of the Series A preferred, that's the document we've been looking at as a, as a template, the remaining assets shall be distributed ratably to the holders of the common stock and the Series A preferred on a common uh, equivalent basis. What I argue for is that the the uh, Series A preferred sh shareholders, as have been within the document we've been reviewing, the term sheet we've been reviewing, that you should never try to get more than one X, uh, which I believe is to be very reasonable on your money investing in a startup. Now you could do two, three X. I've done those deals where if the startup is bought or it goes public, I've gotten two to three X my equity. You should always start there, but I think one X, if that's where you end up, that's fine. So in other words, you get your money back uh, at the very least if the, if the startup is uh, acquired 
prior to uh, the, the expiration of the uh, of the note or whichever sort of uh, agreement that you've signed, purchase agreement you've signed. I think at the very least you should have one X preference, um, but you can start with three X. You know, as a as a, even a reasonable term, especially if the startup's a bit more risky. And you're not using my startup metrics. If you're not, you you know it might be more risky. So try for try for three x and then work your way down and be okay with one x, meaning you'll get your money back at the very least in a certain finite period when the startup is bought, acquired, or goes public.